hello, hello, hello. Thank you for coming back and joining us um, at the F. True Crime podcast. Now, today's is a bit different. Um, today's, I would really, 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 really appreciate it if you um, could go and check out our pages um, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, all of those. Um, today is a case that is ongoing. Um, it's not well known, it should be, and it needs to be, and we need help. We need to get help for this little one. Um, I'm going to try and mask the baby's um, identity for her own, yeah, <laughs> for her own, because um, she's only little, so let's face it. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a trying one and it's going on right now and we really, really, really could use your help. Even if we there's a GoFundMe, um, up on our pages, it, share it at, if, even if you don't, even if you have a dollar, please, 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 please donate. Um, and if you can't, which a lot of people it is a trying time right now and we know it's a trying time. Um, but it, even if you could just share the GoFundMe, this it would help us immensely. And please, 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 up the top, put please share. Um, you'll understand in a minute um, as I go into it as to why we need this done. Um, I'm going to help as much as I possibly can. I'm also going to share. I am going to pass this on to other true crime podcasts, um, other crime podcasts. Um, news reporters, everyone, everyone I can get this off to, I'm going to get this off to because this is an ongoing case and it just seems to be getting worse and worse as the weeks go on. Um, it's important, it's urgent, um, and it's scary. So today's case, uh, so, okay, so over Facebook, I um, saw this GoFundMe um, from Bry. Now, you'll, I'll just say Brian, and I'll, I'm only going to say first names. Um, I think the GoFundMe might have surnames and everything, but I'm not going to do that um, because, yeah, yeah, I haven't heard back from my lawyer yet on this one, so I'm trying to, I want to get it out there as fast as possible without getting anyone into trouble either. Um, so, yeah, and I saw his GoFundMe page, so I hit through him a friend request and a message asking if there was anything that I could do to help him get this out there. Um, so, look, Brian's trying to raise money for legal fees to get his daughter into safety. Um, his daughter, who, by the way, is absolutely goddamn gorgeous, um, chunky, a, a beautiful little cherub, really beautiful little girl, um, legal fees to get her to safety. This is happening as we speak. So if you can help, be great. So <laughs> let me give you the backstory, okay, from when it began. And then we'll go from beginning to now. Um, so Brian met his now ex, Nikki, in 2016. Um, Nikki fell pregnant between a year and a year and a half after their relationship began. Um, but around the one-year mark, um, and not within conception time, because I know what you people are going to think, um, Nikki actually, when I continue, Nikki actually had an affair and Bri took her back after that affair. No judgment, people. This guy needs help. Shut up. <laughs> um, because I know there are just so many keyboard warriors out there, and judgment is not is what needed now. It's help is what is needed now um 
So, but we'll come back to that because this guy comes back into it after the guy that she had the affair with. Ow. Now, um, when she was pregnant, they had their usual arguments, the usual couple arguments, nothing big, nothing, nothing huge, nothing was dire. Um, nobody was wanting to kill each other, you know, that kind of thing. You know, normal couple arguments as you do. Um, but after the baby was born, um, Nikki changed dramatically. Um, Bry had said that, yes, she was immature, but he admits they both were, as we all are, you know, when we have kids young. I was 19 and a single mum to my first child, so I understand that 100%. There's about a billion things I would change from when I um, was a mother for the first time. But um, but she began to physically abuse Bry. Um, thank goodness that this, you know, it wasn't the baby, so, but not that I wanted you to get hurt, Bryce, but no. Um, yeah, and for, it's not fortunate the roommate was witness to this, but it, it, it does help um, in this situation. But um, when the baby was still much, very, very little, um, Nikki one night put an ice, pulled an ice cold bot bottle out of the fridge for the baby. Um, and and she went to feed the baby this ice cold bottle. Now, any other mother, father, anyone that has ever had a child or been near a child, babysat a child, know that you cannot give a little one ice cold milk because it does. It messes with their stomach. They can't, because they're meant to be, you know, genetically we're built to have breast milk. Breast milk is at the, you know, body temperature. So, you know, our bodies aren't developed at that stage to be taking anything that is ice cold, chilled. Um, uh, now, when Bry and the roommate went to tell her that the baby could not have this um, without being heated up, Nikki went nuts. Um, she, well, um, she was so frustrated um that she actually took the bottle and she baseball pitched it at Bryce's head um, and it hit his jaw, leaving bruising. Um, uh, it's clear that she doesn't like to be told what to do, especially when it comes to this baby. Um, I just can't even believe it. Um, on other occasions, she has slammed Bryce's hands into not only car doors, but also doors throughout the house. So, you know, walking through, going through, bang. Um, yeah, <laughs> through the house. Um, so the little one was born in May of 2018, but on the night of October 21st, she was about five months old. Um, so it was on that night of the 21st of October that Bri had just arrived home from work. Um, he had a really long day. It was really long. It was longer than any normal day, um, at work. And despite being so late, he even went home to cook dinner for both him and Nikki. Um, once they finished eating, it was around 12.30 a.m. So you can imagine he's absolutely exhausted because he's been to work all day and, um, and he just wants to go to bed because he announced that he has to get up at 5 a.m. And she began berating him once again because he had to get up and go to work and he was going to bed. She began screaming, telling him that he was useless, telling him that he did nothing for the family, even though he's been working 12-hour days to provide for that family. 
Now, I know how hard it is to take care of a baby because I've done three times. Um, I know it can be tiring. I know it's difficult. But, like, if you, you know, it... I would never have my husband come in after 10, 12, you know, 12, 14 hour days and make dinner for all of us. Not unless it was extreme dire circumstances. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. But I also suffer from early Parkinson's. I've got early menopause, rheumatoid arthritis, which I've had since I was eight, um, and other diseases that will probably kill me before I'm ready to go. <laughs> but I have always made sure that there was dinner on the table, but that's just, like I said, that's just me. That's just me. Um, but then again, feminists say that I am anti-feminine. But I'm not. I'm not anti But I just didn't burn my bra. All right, people? I didn't burn my bra. <laughs> Let me tell you now. But, you know, I think I was born in the wrong era. Yet I still rule the house, so it's kind of weird. Anyway. Um, yeah. But... Being that it was 12.30 in the morning, he told her he didn't want to continue to bicker because he knew he had to be up um, in four and a half hours. Um, as I said, he was doing 10 to 12 hour days, usually 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Um, shifts. Um, so so that the little family could have money and can live, can, you know, continue living in their house, continue eating. Um, and continue doing everything that needs to, you know, money is used for. Uh, telling her he had to be up at, for work in a few hours triggered her again. Um, she went absolutely ballistic. She was telling him he was lazy, that he does nothing for her, that he contributes nothing. And um, this argument proceeded to continue on until well past 2.30 in the morning. So he two and a half hours he had to be up for work. Um, isn't it just, oh my goodness. Okay. So it was at that stage that Brian knew he couldn't do this anymore. He couldn't, he, he couldn't deal with it anymore because it isn't, it's not a life to live. It's not. Um, so he, he knew he couldn't do it anymore. So he asked her to pack her stuff and go, I can't do this anymore. We are in a toxic relationship and I can't be a part of this. It is time that we separate, which is a fair call absolutely fair call for anyone doesn't matter if it's guy girl whatever side of the relationship it's on there's only so much that a person can put up with um and it, it was time it was time um so then nikki proceeded to lock herself and the baby in the bedroom where she began packing her belongings now she was in there for a bit and what bride didn't know at this stage um, not until after she had left was that she not only packed up hers and her baby's um, belongings, but she actually packed up all of his two clothes, everything. Um, the only thing left in that room was the bed and some miscellaneous things that were scattered and thrown around the room. Um, so, oh, actually, yeah. After she left the house um, and was staying somewhere, um, they tried a couple of times over the next few days to get back together, which wouldn't have been a great idea. <laughs> um, but it just wasn't working. There was no way for it to be done. There was no way for this to be able to continue 
in any normal fashion um, because some people just can't be together there's there's no shame in that but some people just can't be together you know some people trigger trigger each other I know mine and my exes do oh my god like nut jobs I trigger my husband he triggers me all the time um, but we still respect each other well yeah <laughs> now um, yeah, they tried to get back together for a couple of times, but it just was not working. And you, like I said, you can't stay in a top, you can't stay in a relationship that is toxic. It's just not good for anyone. Um, I've always said, or I have always said that it's better to be apart and happy than together and miserable. Um, especially when there is a child involved or children, because they just don't need that type of chaos in their lives. They're already trying to grow. They're trying to thrive. They're trying to learn new things um and you know little kids only deserve to have the best you know they 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 don't deserve to see that side they only deserve to see the best in you as a parent i try my hardest to hide everything from my kids if there is something bad going on i will laugh about it and then you know if i'm upset i'll just go to the car and say i've got to go around to the corner shop and no i'm just usually sitting in the car bawling my eyes out but I don't want to do it in front of them if I can, if I can, um, yeah, if I can help it, I won't do it, um, because it's just not fair on them, you can't, yeah, despite that, so, <laughs> around four days later, after they've tried to reconcile, um, Brian found out that, uh, Nikki was actually back in bed with the guy she had had the affair with at the 12 month mark remember I told you to remember him and they'd be coming back well she was already sleeping with them with him um I don't think it was a relationship from what I heard I think I heard you know um from the information received I think he you know they just shack up you know how it is um oh sorry so dry now um Anyway, yeah, so the guy that she, the, the one-year mark guy, that's who she was sleeping with. But at first, despite the fact that she was already sleeping with someone else, um, and, yeah, and, and despite the fact that she could be hot-tempered, Bri did try to get along with baby mama for the baby's sake, which, you know what, I've got to give him props for because... There aren't a lot of guys that would um, try to reconcile, um, and I'm not talking reconcile in a relationship, but try to reconcile any kind of, um, you know, niceties uh, and just try and keep it, you know, copacetic for the children. There aren't a lot of guys that will do that. There are a lot that will get jealous, that will go on tangents, that will, you know, I've had a stalker. I had a stalker, my ex, he was a freak, absolute freak. Um, and you know, there are, it's it, a lot of the times it only goes one way or the other. Um, and a lot of the times it's never good, but Bright continued to try and get along with Nikki just so that he could have contact with his kid. Now that says a hell of a lot to me, especially coming from a woman like I myself could barely get my son's father to be involved in his life. And in the end, we just all cut him out because, well, in the end, he was a drug drug and all the rest of it. I think he's out of prison, but I'm not sure. 
Yeah, great father figure I chose. I know, I know. But he's gone and my husband is now his dad and it all worked out. But he's 18 going on 19 now, so it's a long time ago. You know, um, good kid, really good kid. Pain in my ass, but a good kid. Um, so, for the as I said, for the sake of the baby, Brian wanted to um, get along because he wanted 50-50 custody. He didn't want to have his daughter every other weekend like most guys um, get. He wanted to have his daughter as much as he possibly could. He still wants to have her as much as he possibly could. He would have her full time. He wants her full time. Um, and yeah, um, so, Bri didn't have the greatest childhood. So as you can imagine, um, all he wants his time with his daughter in a safe environment and in a good environment um, something any good parent would want for their child and I have to I give full props to him um, incredible because I know I've seen it my father did it to me too you know you would see them every now and then and then you know maybe a check had come every now and then to your mother and she was any good um, yeah, messed up childhood right here. <laughs> um, but Bri wants her in a safe environment. He wants to know that she's safe, that she's cared for, that she's loved. But the truly unfortunate thing in all of this um, was that Bri's name's not on, wasn't on the birth certificate. So, of course, as you can imagine, legally... He's got no rights. He had no rights. I'm not sure if that has changed since then. I should have asked. Um, but at this stage, a few months ago, um, legally he had no rights, which is just devastating. Um, so due to this factor, any time they would have a disagreement or an argument, Nikki would show if he had the baby in his care at that stage, Nikki would show up on his doorstep with the goddamn cops in tow, ripping the baby away from his arms. He had no legal rights. There was nothing that he could do. He could, he, it wouldn't matter how much he stood there and argued with those officers. And the officers could have agreed, like, you know, they could have agreed. You should have her, but legally there is nothing they can do. Um, this is devastating. Uh, being that she would do she look she was doing what she wants she whatever she wants she would do clearly um and it was at this point that it started that he would go months without seeing his little girl the most time he has been separated from her is six freaking months um so you can imagine how stressful this has been this is hugely stressful for a father that actually wants to have their child in their lives desperate to have their child in their lives because they want to provide a beautiful future for them um so it breaks my goddamn heart it's killing me and huh, well december last year 2019 nikki abruptly left packed up fucked off no forwarding address no forwarding number nothing but the baby wasn't in her care. She left without the baby. So it was at this stage, Bryce, 
Bry's mother or grandmother was taking the baby to see the great-grandparents um, because they didn't live close by and they really wanted the great-grandparents to meet the baby um, because you don't, you know, you don't know how long you're going to have your great-grandparents in your life. Not everyone is as fortunate as I am. I mean, I lost two grandpas this year, but I'm 38 years old. I've been really fortunate. I still have one grandparent left. My grandma's still alive, so I am very fortunate. But I know everyone I know, you know, most of them never met their grandparents because they passed away when they were little or... You know and it's difficult so you can imagine how much they wanted them to spend time with her um so i couldn't believe it that yeah so as they were on this trip bry was home he had to work so it was his so yeah it was his mother or grandmother that had taken baby up oh, um i think it was his mother actually i'm thinking it was the baby's great grandparents sorry I've had the flu and a heart attack in the last week. So, and no, it's not Corona. I've been tested. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so for over the next month, she was gone for a month. Nikki was. Not a word. Nothing. No one knew where she was. Um, but on January 14th, of this year 2020 she showed up on his front door at two o'clock in the fucking morning with the cops in tow and once again she took the baby two o'clock in the morning she fucks off for an entire month and then all of a sudden shows up wanting her baby what kind of fucking mother is that i'm sorry i'm swearing a lot in this one but you know, having, you know, interacted with Bry as a mother um, and him as a, you know, knowing that this someone is going through this is maddening. Um, and she fucked off again. So Bry had no way of contacting his daughter whatsoever. He had no address, no phone number, nothing. He didn't even know if she was okay. If she was sick, did she need anything? Nothing. Um, but it wasn't, it took a lot of, um, he harassed everyone he thought of. He harassed and harassed until he finally got an address, which good on him. Um, so it was just after this when he actually had tracked her down that Nikki had moved back. So he moved back into town. But now she's partnered up with a drug dealer, a known drug dealer of the area. Um, and of course, Bry didn't know what this guy's priors were. Um, he didn't know anything else about this dude except that he sold drugs and that he was living with his daughter. And once again, there was nothing he could do. Um, but it was after this dealer moved in that every single time Brian would finally get his daughter back, she'd be covered in bruises, top to top. Her legs, we've got photos. If you go onto our website, I will put it up in the vlog. But if you are joining us via podcast, please visit F E F E D F up true crime. 
and you will be able to see everything that we are posting on the vlog which is up on YouTube under effed up true crime um, you'll be able to see everything we've got the bruises we've got the photo of oh there's stuff coming up oh my god I haven't even told you that part of sorry I've just been reading over everything again so it's very fresh in my mind um, and I only got his video last night. I'd asked Bri to send, because it's so much easier than writing everything down. So I just asked him to make a quick video um, and send it over. And yeah, it's very fresh in my mind. So please excuse me if I'm jumping, but my brain's still got the heinous things in my head. Um, and they're at the forefront. I'm trying to, I'm trying to go through the timeline, but my head's like, Ugh. Anyway, um, and she was, she was covered. She'd be covered in, um, they, they were on her, the insides of her arms, the insides of her legs. Um, there's a couple um, of them on her belly. And there's one with a busted lip. Um, it, anyway, by the time she would leave his care, because by now they're Wednesday to Wednesday. So Wednesday, he would have her for a week. So they're back to week on, week off. So Bri would have her Wednesday to Wednesday, Nikki would have her the other days. So every time she would leave, and Bri has been cataloging everything, cataloging, reporting everything. Um, so don't, don't write to me saying, has he been doing this? Has he been doing that? There is nothing this guy hasn't done. Let me tell you, he is on top of it. It's just trying to get the lawyers involved um, because, you know, Fucking lawyers suck when it comes to fees. I of all people know this. Um, so yeah, this is what we need to do. Everything is being catalogued. He's doing everything that he possibly can to make sure that if a judge does get to see this, that all the evidence is there. Um, so yeah, busted lip, bruises on her forehead. There's some photos of her with bruises on her forehead. So, but by the time he would leave her care, the Wednesday to Wednesday, um, the bruises would be healing. Um, but when he would get her the next week, it was the fucking same thing over again. This poor little kid, she'd have markings, fresh ones, fresh markings. Um, and she, she's in recent times, she's been losing a lot of weight. To the point where you know those um ads out of like the i think it's is it africa or, or i don't want to be i don't want to i really don't want to fuck it up but it's one of those like you know if you see the unicef ads you know how the little ones when in the starving countries where they've got tiny little bodies but their stomachs bloated this is what was happening to this little one when bri would get her, her stomach would be really bloated but she was really skinny um and yeah and, and that was, Bri, Bri has said that that's what she looks like um, when he would get her. Um, imagine that. Imagine having that any time your child came back. That's just devastating. So you'd think that by this stage you'd think the cops would take notice. You'd think something would be done um, on Bri's behalf. Um, but, you know, authorities just so shit sometimes um so anytime he would ask nikki questions she'd just become frustrated once again uh, which in my in my mind is she doesn't want to discuss it so if i start going off at you and become frustrated you'll just drop it that's my interpretation of it 
Um, she'd make up excuse after excuse saying that the baby was clumsy, that she falls a lot, um, and the, the weight situation was, oh, yeah, we've noticed that she doesn't, she doesn't want to eat. Come on. If your kid doesn't want to eat, you fucking do something about it, don't you, if, if you're a mother. I haven't met her. I haven't spoken to her, but she sounds like a fucking idiot. Sorry. I just, I get so angry. Um, and even when Bri would get her, this little one would be filthy, head to toe filthy. Her clothes were matted like she'd had them on for days. Um, oh. And it was only two and a half months ago from now, the 6th of the 7th, 2020, or the 7th of the 6th if you're in the States, um, that the first major incident happened. Um, so Bri received a phone call at about 7.30 p.m. from Nikki two and a half months ago. Nikki told Bri that some guy that they knew, which it all looks like absolute bullshit, it looks like the boyfriend's done it. Um, I can't prove that. That's why I'm not saying his name. Um, but I think it was this drug dealer boyfriend with the context of everything that was going on. Anyway, some guy that they both knew um, put a cigarette on his chest. Now, Bri has said that the guy might be a dipshit. Oh, not dipshit. No, that's a bit rude. He might be, you know, he wouldn't hurt a kid kind of thing. Um, now, as you know, I think everybody on the fucking planet is a pedophile, but then that's the only way that I can, I feel I can keep my kids safe. Um, but there are certain people out there that you just know are good, um, even if they're idiots. Still wouldn't trust them with my kids, but, you know, it, you know, in my head I'd be like, no, nothing would happen, but I still wouldn't trust them with my kids because I don't trust anyone with my kids except for their dad or our older children. Now, you know, I've got two stepdaughters, 21 and 23, and I trust my kids with them, but no one else, let me tell you. Um, not even family. Because family are usually the one that hurts you the most. But, so, of course, Bri drops everything. His daughter's been injured, he wants to know what the fuck is going on, so he drops everything. He was gonna go to bed because he had to be up at five. Drops everything and gets in his car. On the way, about 10 minutes into the drive, he's like, oh, fuck, she didn't say anything about calling the police. So he calls her. Nikki, did you call the cops? No, I didn't know what to do. Wouldn't that be the first thing you did? So Bryce says, you've got to call the cops. So as by the time he was pulling up to her house, there, the sheriff was pulling out. Um, and the sheriff or the deputy, whatever, whoever it was, um, said to her that it doesn't look like a cigarette burn. So at this stage, he goes in, sees his daughter, and he pulls a fresh cigarette out of his pack. And he holds it up against, not on, of course, because that would hurt, but next to it. And it was like, the, it was the perfect size of a cigarette burn. And this thing had already started blistering because it was here. It had already started blistering and filling with fluid. And you knew it was a burn. You knew. I was a smoker. I've only quit a week ago. Um, but you know, as a smoker, you know. Not that I'd ever put cigarettes on anybody. Um, but, you know, size-wise, diameter and all the rest of it, you'd be like, dude, that's a cigarette burn. Because we've all 
put smoke burns into trust me if you I haven't drunk in many years but if you drink and smoke you're gonna wake up with cigarette holes in things tabletops cushions all that sort of stuff so you know what it looks like you do um and it was the perfect it was perfect so he made sure that that dipshit cop came back out he held it and again he held it up and he showed the cop and the cop's like oh crap maybe that is a cigarette burn personally i just don't think they gave a fuck they just didn't want to do any work that night because that's what a lot of these cops are doing i don't know what the fuck is going on but some internal investigations need to be happening in any case where a cop is fucked up you fuck up internal investigation immediately especially if it's a child involved so i was so frustrated um nothing came out of it this investigation between that cps i think that's what we're dcf one of those because over here it's dhs in australia so i think it might be dcf yeah um so and nothing was done and even even the dcf investigation went nowhere because they couldn't prove who did it come on so that's all right cigarette burn on a little kid but because you can't prove who it is we'll just close the case and just be fuck it she can get done again i mean come on i'm getting so angry <laughs> um It, it, look, I've seen the injuries and it's clear as day. It's definitely a cigarette burn. Um, cop was 100% wrong. Um, so when... So when he... Okay, so the next time um, when Bri received the baby for his week, uh, there was like a carpet burn. It was already starting to heal. There was a carpet burn on the baby's back. Like, a, um, like someone had dragged the baby over the carpet um naked or something so right immediately the second he got it and saw it he immediately took photos he immediately documented everything he immediately reported it um to cps dfc right um he immediately reported it and the fucking funny thing is they then turned the investigation back on him now these were time stamped these were shown that from when he from when where the photo was taken to when the photo was taken um and in the end they realized that i had nothing to do with it and because they weren't going after him anymore they shut the case again instead of going after her and finding out they just shut the case because bri wasn't the one that they thought did it and i mean come on this is getting ridiculous so then that case is shut and done <sighs> so <laughs> this kid's been put in danger so much so many times because of this mother i just don't understand how a mother can let anything happen to her child it's just me though but anyway so one more week after the 7 30 p.m call about the cigarette burn he gets a call at about eight o'clock at night from nikki nikki said that her herself her drug dealer boyfriend and a friend all went to the shop and they left the baby in the care of the paternal grandparent father now while the paternal grandfather was babysitting his grandchild the grandchild he stopped paying, paying attention now while he's not paying attention the little one because she's walking around now you know by this stage she's walking around she's nearly two 
um, actually swallowed a handful of fucking pills. A handful of pills. The shit that happens in this woman's care just in her house shits me. Um, so Bri once again jumps in the truck, floors it. Again, he calls her and says, is the ambulance there? When's the ambulance getting there? Have you called an ambulance? No, I didn't know what to do. And I know you're frustrated because I'm fucking frustrated. Um, <laughs> so by the time he gets there, because she said that she would call one once he'd hung up. And I wouldn't blame if he got there in fucking 10 minutes because I would have. My foot planted to the ground. They'd have to arrest me when I got there. Um, but when they got there, there was like an EMT there. You know, the, um, I think we have them here too. Like when the ambulance, when paramedics, their ambulance over here. Um, paramedics can't get there. They send the car out. Like if there aren't enough paramedics or if you live too far out, there's usually a clinic with a car. Um, so when he got pulled up, this car with this one EMT was there. Anyway, and it was going to be 30 minutes because she'd left it so late. It was going to be 30 minutes before, hang on, before they could get, before the ambulance would get there. So he did what any parent would do. He threw the two of them back into his car and rammed it down to the hospital. As you would now when they got there Nikki had said that she would stay with the baby and that he could go so Brian left but then he found out that it wasn't even two hours after they were dropped off Nikki left her there packed up and left her there she decided she wanted to be home and have a sleep and not be by her child's side who has just ingested a handful of handful of pills <sighs> so oh my god can you imagine leaving a baby at the hospital to fend, to fend for itself and I know that there are doctors and I know that there are nurses and everything around but could you imagine just leaving a baby with all these strangers can you imagine what's going through that little things that little one's mind not knowing who these people are who are these people coming to, you know, take blood? Who are these people coming to wrap cuffs around their arms? Who who are you? Not even two years old. Who are you? And they... And she wanted to fucking sleep. Right. My daughter's type 1 diabetic, as we've discussed before, and I still stay with her. When she goes to hospital, she's 15 years old. When she goes to hospital, I still stay with her. The husband stays home from work to look after the youngest and I stay at the hospital. And the only time I come home is if I'm racing because I have to get clothes. I come home, I get clothes, I leave. Usually they're packed though, because we have a bag that's packed. But I don't leave her. My 18-year-old son could go in right now and there's no fucking way I'd leave him. Because, um, yeah. Probably be 25 and the nurses will be kicking me out telling me uh, excuse me grown man um but yeah right. so three weeks ago Brian received a call from a friend of his he informed him that um he'd had to go to over to Nikki's house to pick up a friend of theirs 
um, because she was very uncomfortable in the home at that time. Now, this woman who has agreed that she would testify on behalf of Bry um, when we can reach get reach the goal money-wise and get him into court, um, she left because she is not a drug taker and there was a lot of drugs being taken that night in Nikki's home while Elizabeth was there. Uh, they were slamming back, um, I think it is, is it, no, it's not like it in bars. Um, they're slamming back drugs. I've got it written over in there, but I can't, it's on paper, so could be all muddled. Um, Xanax bars. Xanax bars. That's what it is. I don't fucking even know what that is. Why are they bars? Why are they? I'm going to have to look that up. Um, and she even took photos, like sneakily, you know how you do, um, to prove that there was drug taking going on in the house at that time while Elizabeth was in their care. Um, anyway, so the second he got that phone call, um, he actually called the local officers to do a wellness check on his daughter. Uh, so cops went out there, they um, looked over the little one um, and when they saw that there was actually nothing physically wrong with her at that stage, I mean there could have been, the other guy didn't give a fuck, so was it the same cop that just didn't give a shit? I mean hope, I'm hoping that they were right and there was no, there was nothing on her and there was nothing else they could do because they can't search the house, they can't search people because they don't have a search warrant. Which hits me because if there's a call that has something to do with the child, I just don't think that there should be a need for a warrant. But I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a cop. I'm just, yeah. Um, so after that, you know, he's at his wit's end. Brian is seeking full custody of his daughter and so he freaking should. Um, he wants a better life for her because she shouldn't have to deal with any of this. She shouldn't be having to be around drugs. She shouldn't be having to be around people that don't give a fuck enough to, to let her go and take pills. It, it, it's a no-brainer. Um, no child should go through this and no father, no, no parent should have to go through this, seeing that there is shit happening to their child. They shouldn't have to deal with this crap. Um, all we're asking... Like I said at the beginning, all we're asking is that if you could go to our effed up true crime pages, share the GoFundMe. Um, it will, all the details will be there. I've already posted it quite a few times and I will keep posting it. Um, but it, even if you can't donate, please share and please, please write, you know, in the status part how important this is that we get help for him. Um, he's working, Bright is working his goddamn ass off trying to save, um, but it's as we've seen in other cases, I don't want to say this in her case, but we've seen it when, the, when a parent is trying to gain the funds to get their child, something can happen in that period of time, um, and we've all seen it before, we've all seen it before, um, this baby needs help, guys. Um, she needs help and she needs to be safe. So if you um, if you can, go and see the photos because let me tell you, shock value is always the best. Um, I have found in us getting people to even just hit the share button. Um, I know it's not going to be easy to look at. I know it's 
because I've seen it. I know it's not easy to look at. Um, but it'll break your heart. It will absolutely break your heart, and you'll see why we need to get help for this little one. We need to get her to safety as soon as humanly possible. I will do everything I can financially. I will do everything I can. Um, coronavirus, like everyone else, has hit me in the ass as well financially. Um, but I will still do what I can. I will still contact companies and everything to try and get them to help us get him help. Um, I will contact lawyers to see if they can go pro bono in the area. Um, if you know, if you live in the States, like Texas or whatever, it's Texas. Look, if you live in that state um, and you know of a lawyer that you think could give him a big discount or give him pro bono um, representation, please let us know. Please hit us up. Um, you can hit us up on any of our web, our pages or K-L-E-L-E-E, author at gmail.com and anything that can be put forward will be i will send it straight to brian i will call him do whatever the second if you're able to the second you send it through i will make sure he gets that um just yeah keep in mind that we <laughs> we could really use help on this one and if you can, you wouldn't believe how much he would be appreciated by not only by but myself, by his family, um, by anyone that loves this little girl. Um, please, let's not make her just a statistic. Um, in the child welfare system, please help us get her to her father for a better life because that's all they, they, that's what kids deserve. They deserve to have a good life and not have to worry about growing up too fast which is what happens in a lot of these cases they always have to grow up so fast because you know if you're with one parent for a week that won't do anything for you you have to grow up so that you can fend for yourself so that you can you know like like in my case it, it, in my case, you know, I always had to find stuff to feed my sisters. I always had to, I had to get a job at a very, very early age so I could buy food to feed them um, and make sure that they had stuff that they liked and wanted and, you know, uh, yeah, uh, we'll go into that one day. Definitely not today. I don't think I have the strength to go through my story but i don't want that to happen to this little one i don't want her to have to grow up the way i did i don't want her to have to grow up like so many others kids deserve to have a childhood kids deserve to have fun they deserve to not have any issues or problems they deserve to be kids go play you know like kids the biggest worry kids should have is is my homework done so that I can go play is do I you know can I go to get an ice cream kind of thing hmm I wonder if mum and dad or it's little things like that that should be their only worry not fending for themselves at the age of five making dinner for their siblings because their parents are too strung out that didn't happen to me by the way my parents weren't drugos 
just useless. Um, but they deserve to have the childhood anybody else deserves. Fun. No stress. So if you could go over to our pages and share the GoFundMe, that would be absolutely amazing and appreciated more than you could ever know. Um, like I said, drop us a line, drop us an email, uh, and help any way you can because I will. I sure as shit know I will. Thank you, everybody, for joining us, and thanks for listening. Bye.